This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100 times your money. That's right. Turn 5 bucks into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're still giving away 100K. When you use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy, you get 100% deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. And Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for pilots, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the NBA is back, and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. To celebrate, we're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details. All right, DJs, welcome back. Uh, it's your boy, Boston Cap, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. No golf this week. I had my worst week of football fucking last weekend, so that was fun. How are you doing? Well, what are you talking about? It's Victory Thursday for both of us. Well, I was talking about as far as our bets go. Nobody gives a shit about <laughs> Patriots. Think, everybody wants to see me suffer until I die watching the Patriots. They don't want to hear me complain about the fucking team. That's true. I think uh, people love when we bitch about our favorite teams because, I mean, yeah. like, listen, like, you know, I mean, we can get both be pretty salty and a little negative. And I think uh, no. negativity g- generally is a little better, I think, for podcasting. I think people more enjoy that. Uh, but yeah. well, it's, like the, it's like sports talk radio. Like our age, we grew up listening to sports talk radio. It was nothing but negativity, mm-hmm. like nothing. Like, and that, that, that's just how, I don't know, that's how we were raised. Like, it, it is funny, like, to see the mothership with the call-ins and things like that. It really does remind me of old sports talk radio. Yeah, and I think anybody who ever really called into sports talk radio probably has some issues and darkness in their life too. So they probably enjoy being around the doom easy, and blue. Easy. I know. All easy. right. So what like what like sports <laughs> talk caller do you like do you think like didn't have issues? Just like totally normal and well adjusted. I I, I mean, I feel like I'm normal and well adjusted, Steve. Steve, I'm normal and well adjusted. Okay. okay. <laughs> Clearly you are. Clearly. All right. Well, before we get to our uh, you know, some homer picks and everything. Yeah. Do you want to have the obligatory Justin Herbert hot takes? That seems like everybody's been doing. Because I, I have a hot take that I, that's been right around my brain for a couple of days. Sure. Yeah. Have that. All right. I, don't, I, I'm, I, don't, I don't. I mean, I just think he's kind of. I don't know. Whatever. He he looks the pat. Like, but he hasn't done anything yet. So I, I feel like he probably gets too much credit and too much backlash. Okay. So. Well, I mean, we are a golf podcast uh, yeah. at its nature, and I was actually thinking. I think there is a perfect golfer. To compare to Justin Herbert, and that yeah. is our friend Patrick Cantlay. Oh, he's can't oh, he's Cantlay. Dirty. Listen, dirty. Uber. I don't think that's a really a like a. I think it's a semi compliment. Both of them are very talented players. Yeah, both of them tend to really perform well when there's not a whole lot of pressure. But in big time spots, we keep waiting for them and waiting for them to do something. And then they just don't really do anything. Yeah. So, and I think that kind of describes both of them. And, uh, you know, I've heard like, oh, was he Stafford? Does he suck? And I think, you know, listen, I think he just is what, what he is. He's a very talented quarterback who, for whatever reason, hasn't really gotten it done. And I think that, like that, watching that Chiefs game because I had Justin Herbert on a fantasy team. I needed him to actually accrue points to to beat somebody because I stupidly left Lamar Jackson 
uh, on my bench in this one. So oh, that wasn't you have great. Lamar in the league after you've been bashing me all fucking year for my love for Lamar? Well, so here's the thing. So I, so I, so it's actually an identical league that the one that I'm commissioner and lordship over you. And I actually <laughs> bought Lamar Jackson and I just got kind of sick of him. So even though he's been performing, I was like, this is, I don't like the ride. Yeah. So in our format, best, best week of the year. <laughs> well, in our format too, it really helps me a high volume passer and he just yeah. isn't. So no. I acquired Justin Herbert for cheap and then I started him and then. I, I really just needed like just garbage time from him. And the fact that he didn't even deliver that, it was just incompletion, incompletion, sack. He had one deep ball and then interception. Like, like that's 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 on that's not on coaching at that point. That's that's kind of on him yeah. for just really bad play. I mean, like Chiefs are playing prevent defense. You gotta be able to move the chains at that point. So I don't know what's going on with him. I know he's got the broken finger, but um maybe he'll make an appearance. Uh, in our picks, I know uh, people are very uh, shocked about the eight and a half. I think that the Chargers are favored by this week, but we'll see. Yeah, it's so everybody does seem to make excuses for him, right? And obviously, like, like fine, very friend of the show. Like, he's the biggest fucking ardent supporter. And when I listen to him, like, even he seems like, listen, like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I don't know. I feel like that Ocho guy's a dick. So I don't really like most of the talking heads anyway. Like I, I really don't like. I don't watch ESPN really. I, I watch Van Pelt after the Monday Night Game because I think he's funny. Uh, um, I don't really watch the NFL Network. I don't watch any of that shit because the talking heads just spew nonsense and it's just fucking clickbait bullshit. Like it drives me nuts. Like I don't know. We'll see. It could be the finger. I mean, it could actually be a legitimate excuse. He also could be. I don't know, broken because of Staley's a fucking moron. I don't know. Who knows? Eckler doesn't like him. Herbert can't be happy either, but we'll see. I mean, what what is this, year four in the league for him? Year three? This is year four because it was the year yeah. after the Giants drafted Daniel Jones. Yeah. And, uh, you had that giant, really good quarterback class. And listen, we got Andrew Thomas. That ended up working out. But uh, I think in hindsight, I think I'd rather go offensive line really? in 2018 and draft one of those quarterbacks in 2019. Or maybe hmm. draft Micah Parsons instead of trade down in 2021 and draft six busts like that list I showed you this morning. That was yeah, triggered at four bad. in the morning. Yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad list. Pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, now I'm in a bad mood about the Giants again. There, there you go. Happy listeners. <laughs> I'm in a bad mood about the Giants. All right. Well, listen, before we talk about our team's game, let's get talk to you guys about Underdog Fantasy. Way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them. Scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times your money payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. 100K Sundays continue over Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10K each. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And the NBA is back. The Celtics won their first game. And to celebrate, we're giving away an NBA gambling podcast. So you head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog and submit a screenshot of you playing NBA Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN and one random winner, we'll get the NBA podcast hoodie. So go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. Okay. So okay. guys, I want subject, the I'm sorry. Well, real quick off subject. You're off of Twitter. So last night, uh, obviously you knew about the main, main shootings, right? Yes. And so some moron intern with the Boston Celtics, uh, put thoughts and prayers or something to that effect. Uh, with Jason Tatum dribbling the ball and sh- 
show the final score on the meme. Okay. So that guy is going to be fired, I would assume. <laughs> not uh not exactly plugged in. Like nobody cares about the score, bro. Like he's like separate the tweets. Yeah, it's not great. No. I mean, so, legitimately thoughts and prayers up there. That's horrible. Wild, man. I know. Yeah, it, I was, was texting my buddy. I was texting my buddy Pete because obviously we're from New England and yeah. like we've all vacationed in Maine and stuff. And it just seems like such a weird spot for it. Like it's so sparse. Like there's not a shit ton of people up there. Um, yeah, it's, God, it's fucking wild, man. Yeah, fucking crazy, man. Yeah, maybe so, I would say maybe something will change in this fucking country, but if City Hook didn't change it, nothing's changed it. Period. End of story. Nope. So, all right. Well, anyway, well, we sorry. <laughs> that point maybe we'll sorry yeah. buddy. anyways all right well I, why don't i go first on the giants because your game actually is my number five pick so i think that would be a nice transition after you talk and i'll go to my pick there so okay perfect all right so i talk with the giants so i mean obviously big win i mean i don't know if it's a big win but big we, win. Uh, it was it, the final the final score is not indicative of i think how much they dominated the commanders. they did they dominated the show god sam howell like Bad. Like we talk a lot about Daniel Jones walking into sacks. Sam Howell walked into so many sacks. And it's not like the Giants had this like great pass rush at all this year. Just whatever reason, last couple of games, Wink um Martindale's got them really humming, which yeah. makes sense because we got a lot of money invested on that defense. We got Kayvon Thibodeau, a top five pick who dropped <laughs> pick six. That was pretty terrible. Yeah, that seriously, game, that would have looked even that would have I mean, think about it, that would have been at least twenty one. Like, and who knows oh, yeah. what the tilt that would have happened, you know. Well, that and like Saquon fumbled at the 10 yard line after Tyrod actually led a very good drive in the second half. Now, that, that's why I want to transition to is because you know, listen, the defense is playing great. The Giants community right now is just so split and it's completely polarized, which makes complete sense given the state of this country and just like you know, just generally how people are right now, where you have yeah. one extreme of well, Daniel Jones would have done better. Than Tyrod Taylor. It's basically just people who are Daniel Jones truthers who have been who are butthurt about the fact that he's been terrible this year, and suddenly Tyrod Taylor comes in, and all of a sudden the team looks kind of competent. They're yes. making all these excuses again. But then they have the other side of, well, Tyrod Taylor's better. He should be the starter going forward. <laughs> Here's the thing: both of them are wrong. Okay. <laughs> Two things can be right at the same time. And actually, uh, Talking Giants podcast, Bobby Skinner kind of laid it out pretty uh, perfectly. I'll, I'll, I'll lay it out right here. So the offensive line, the reason why, a big reason why Tyrod Taylor's been playing very well is the offensive line is legitimately playing better. I mean, obviously, Justin Pugh is in there. He hasn't been playing great, but it's been serviceable. Uh, the offensive line seems to be kind of gelling a little bit. It's given Tyrod Taylor some more time. Even the statistics kind of bear it out that Taylor's going to have a little more time. On the other hand, though, you have people citing these really obscure deep dive stats to kind of justify our $160 million quarterback can thrive in this system too, which actually is not accurate too, because there are things Tyrod Taylor is doing with the offense that Daniel Jones is not doing. And it's a fair statement to say Tyrod Taylor is operating the Giants offense better than Daniel Jones. You can just see it. He's throwing downfield. He's always looking to throw even if there's pressure, Daniel Jones didn't do that. His eyes would drop. He would look to run. And you could see a couple of times, even where like Tyra Taylor would look off cornerbacks. He'll be looking to the left, transition to the right, and then throw a pass. I haven't seen Daniel Jones do that many times in five years. So the fact that we have this kind of journeyman quarterback, like be kind of lead like a below average mediocre offense. And it looks incredible to us. Listen, we have our answer guys. Like, 
we're going to have to get another quarterback either this draft or next draft. Like it's coming. And a new guy is coming in within the two years. I'm sorry yeah. to the butthurt Daniel Jones fans who really wanted him to be good, but unfortunately he just isn't very good. They tried to expand the playbook on him. He just can't do it. He's not the guy. Like I, I'm not going to sit here for the next 10 years of just little nibbling, nibbling, <laughs> check down, check down over and over and over. It's, it's a worse version of Alex Smith and I'm yeah. not going to have that in my life. So that's the state of the Giants. As far as this game, though, I mean, we got the Jets coming off a bye. I love fading teams coming off a bye week. Uh, I think the Giants' defense right now is really rolling. Uh, the Jets' offensive line still is a problem. I still don't trust Zach Wilson. I I just don't. I I, I can't imagine anyone really wants to lay or lay, lay the three points with Zach exactly. Wilson as a Zach fucking Wilson. Exactly. So Giants plus three is my pick. Uh, I think it's. I think that's really the only play to make this week. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, it almost made my five. It was my last one out just because I feel like I get skewed from you and fucking and Ryan talking about them. So I try to leave those picks off. But listen, I texted you uh, the night that they should have beat Buffalo. I was like, man, I wish my fucking defense played like your defense. They played with pride. Like they were, you know what I mean? Like they were hitting. They were every down mattered to them. And I really like seeing it. Um, yeah, but you're right. Daniel Jones blows. And you're going to need a new quarterback. And it's crazy to me. So I go through the same thing, like with these Mac Jones truthers, right? So my team, whatever, we beat the Bills. It was great. I, I, had, the, I had the Bills in a teaser, and I didn't care. Like, I was, I was very happy to see my team actually function like an actual football team. Uh, but the problem is, is that the Buffalo's defense is not as good as it. Obviously, the, the, the injuries are just decimating them. We got Curtis Strange back. Who sucks? Uh, but he he at least gels with the line. But the thing is, is like everybody's talking about Mac Jones. He did it now. He did that. You know, the fourth quarter drive. And look, I'm not taking it away from him. But the fact is, is a dot is still like the second lowest in the fucking league. He was the fastest getting the ball out of his hand because our O line sucks so fucking bad. Like he he had to get rid of the ball like 1.8 to 2.2 seconds or something fucking ridiculous. He, he I don't know. He still makes silly decisions. I don't. He's got like the yips when he tries to like throw these little these little passes like i don't understand what it is he throws it to the feet or throws it over their head he can't make like a four-yard pass in front of him it's fucking weird it's like john lester not being able to throw the first base for a while it was just weird and nobody could explain it um a running game blue like i hear people talking about oh they got their rush game instead we had a 114 yard run in the first quarter and after that we didn't do dick so i think it was more about the bills playing down in their competition as they typically do than the Pats, you know, playing up and all of a sudden figured everything out. Now, listen, uh, Peppers, that dude is a fucking stud. I love that dude. That was a great pick. Uh, he about put somebody else in the hospital the fucking week before that with the, one of the most beautiful fucking lineups I've seen, at least in the last five to ten years. Didn't even get a flag. Amazing. Like, I thought that guy was going to the hospital. Um, I just don't believe in the team. I mean, it was nice to see uh, Douglas out there. Imagine that. A fast guy catching the ball. Imagine that, Bill. Put somebody with skills out instead of the fucking corpse of Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I was very happy with the win. And just as a fan, like, it was nice to see my team do it again. I'm afraid long-term it's probably going to fuck us. It's going to give us worse draft position. But now you listen to Boston Sports Radio. Like, yo, if we can win this week, we got three winnable games, and we'll be six and five. Our division record will be fucking three and one kid. We're going to fucking make the playoffs. And that makes me want to fucking kill myself. Like, I, like, I don't want to, I don't want to go another seven and nine. Like, I, I just don't believe in Mac. Uh, I don't believe in the offensive pieces. Nothing has really changed for me. I still think this team fucking stinks. Okay. Uh, two things before I go into my pick uh, for that game. Number one, it's, it's, it, it shows that you're a uh, host of a golf podcast because you call him Curtis strange, not Cole strange. 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> and number two, when you were talking about the yips with Mac Jones, again, another golf thing came to my mind. So who is more yippy? Mac Jones trying to complete a 10-yard pass or Mito on the 18 tee box of Southern Oof, Mito, bro. Mito. Mito. <laughs> but, Mito. Like, but as you were describing Mac trying to complete a pass, it just sails over his head. I was just thinking about like the cattle prod just going, you know, like, yeah. like poor Mito. Slice the Dude, I, I still I still remember how bad it was at the time, and then forgetting how bad it was, I always remember it. And then when whatever that next series uh, was came back, replayed it, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot how bad that was. It was the, poor Mito, man. Well, that's I mean, think think back to that major. So the main oh, yeah. characters, Mito Pereira, who is now yeah, on list, JT, Justin Thomas, who is just kind of falling off face earth, and Will Zalatoris and getting hurt. Yep. So man, that was just I guess the cursed uh, major there. Yeah, well, it's, and you know why? It's because Whitey Bulger fucking killed the guy there in the packing lot. That's why. <laughs> I forgot about that. Roger Wheeler. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> well, anyways, I, I think I agree with you. So it seems like you're going to go, if you're going to make a pick, probably Miami minus nine. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was funny. as like yesterday. Everybody was like, Tyreek might not play. Most are hurt. Fucking Bill already figured it out. Look how little points they scored in week one. And I'm like, oh, we are just like, we are just setting ourselves up for a fucking 40 point blowout. And first of all, we st- in Miami anyway. I didn't even talk about that. Even with Brady, we'd fucking lose in Miami. We always think in Miami. Period. End of story. Like, we don't win down there. So, I know it's a big number, but, man, especially if Tyreek's playing, you forget about it. Yeah, I've heard this week, and the same thing kind of applies to the KC game, because they have that big game over in Germany uh, next week that yeah. maybe they're holding something back a little bit in the playbook, and they're going to throw the kitchen sink next week. I don't think Mike McDaniel has an off switch on that team. No, he doesn't. No, I mean, like he, they scored 70 points. They don't have an off switch. They're going to go at it hard every single play and try to score no matter what. So, I mean, obviously you got the letdown factor of the Patriots. You just said that they play really bad in Miami. Uh, the Patriots secondary is still really <laughs> terrible. They have some injuries on the defensive bad. line this week too. And actually kudos to uh, Rob Pizzola, the Mayo uh, podcast. He actually made a very good point that Patriots generate a lot of pressure with blitz to it and the Dolphins just destroy blitz uh, with pressure. So, uh, I mean, I love Miami minus nine. They're my number five pick just because it's a big spread, but I'm concerning Miami alt line at like 14, yeah, maybe I 14 would. and a half at plus money and just hammering that. Yeah, dude. I mean, we lost by over 20 to the fucking Saints, for God's sake. Yeah. At home. <laughs> like, for fucking, come on, Derek. Fucking ugh, ugh, gross. <laughs> Anywho. All right. Well, listen, before I get to my number five pick, let's uh, let's pay the bills, right? So, uh, Hall of Fame bets you win bigger by betting smart of this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting and analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every every sport uh, with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by a hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download Hall of Fame bets or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. I, all right. All right. Number five. So, pick. I'm going, going with Pittsburgh over the Jags. Okay. I, so, so I really, I don't like the board this week at all. Like, I just feel like this, this landmines everywhere. It's terrifying. Like there's big spreads where they probably should cover. There's weird numbers. The public's are on, on a side, everybody's in agreement on certain games that teams blow, like Houston. Like I want to bet Houston, but everybody's on Houston. It's terrifying. Uh, so I went with I went with Pittsburgh plus two and a half. Tomlin coming off the bye. 
The Jags are still the Jags. Um, oh, hold on. They're in, they, they beat the Rams last week. The Steelers did. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm yes. sorry. That's okay. But, but, but it's Tomlin. It's Tomlin at home. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, the Jags, I don't know. I, it's, it's something weird with this fucking Pittsburgh team. They've always been like this. They've always been just a pain in the neck. They always are always scrappy. Something weird always happens at home. Their offense actually looked okay last week. Um, with Pickens. Wow, good thing we took uh, who's the bum the Patriots took? Uh, uh, Tyquan Thornton. Yeah, good thing we took that guy. He's seen the field like fucking four games since he's been drafted. Can't catch it. He's built like a like a ballerina. So, super glad we took him instead of the guy making acrobatic one-handed catches. Um, I mean, shit, even Najee Harris looked good last week. I mean, who would have thought that? Uh, um, but good. I, I just, I know, I know, I know. But, it's a low bar. Uh, I don't trust yeah, low bar, correct. But I just don't Something's, something's off with Ridley. Uh, I don't like Lawrence on the road. He still makes stupid decisions. And uh, weird things happen at Heinz Field or whatever the fuck they call it now. So I'm taking Mike Tomlin in the two and a half. Okay. All right. So that's actually my number two pick, but it was actually not the two and a half because I just, I, I considered the two and a half, but man, Kenny Pickett just sucks. And there is a lot of smoke and mirrors <laughs> he does, he does with this four and two record at this point. But consider this. Okay. Six and a half point tees, Pittsburgh up to plus nine under 47 and a half. So it's All gonna day. rain, it's gonna rain in Pittsburgh on Sunday, so it'll be a little sloppy there. And the wind's not gonna be as bad, but like still rainy conditions, slippery field. I don't trust really Trevor Lawrence on the road either. That offensive line still isn't very good, too. And Pittsburgh's pass rush can get to them. And I just like <laughs> it, the Pittsburgh offense just can't figure it out until like midway through the third quarter and they realize, oh hey, we have Jalen Warren, like a really electric yeah. guy. Oh why don't oh, we get him in the ball? Yeah. Have, oh he can, he can run a screen. Why yeah. would we just throw it up to George Pick and see what happens? They don't figure that out until like five minutes left in the third quarter. So that kind of caps how much point, how many points they're gonna get naturally. So I don't I just don't think it's gonna go over 48 in that game. And I think Pittsburgh's gonna keep it close. So six and a half point C's Pittsburgh plus nine under 47 and a half. That's my number two pick of the week. I like it. Wait, so we can I, I didn't know I could put teasers in our, our five picks. Yeah, you do whatever you want, man. All right, next week I'll have some teasers. I love teasers. All right. The, um, <laughs> all right. So I guess my my fourth pick, this is another one where it's like the number is so big, and I've been backing this other team pretty much all year um, with the Raiders. But I'm taking the Lions laying eight. I might take them up to fucking 14. I, I just think they're okay. going to fucking blow doors on this Raiders team. I don't know what Josh is doing. And listen, I love Josh McDaniels in New England, but my God, man, like this guy, I don't know. I just don't know what the fuck he's doing. And uh, yeah, I just can't. I can't. I mean, <laughs> Is Garoppolo even coming back this week? Does it matter? Like, I don't even think it matters. But I think I think he's practiced today. But listen, like, are you really surprised McDaniel? He sucked in Denver. Yeah, but I feel like that was. But remember, he started so hot in Denver too. Like he he was like four or five and zero. Oh, um, yeah, and, and then like everybody the turned on him because he's an asshole, and everybody hates yeah. him in Las Vegas. Yeah, I, I mean, you're probably right. And look, and so I, I listen. I have a soft spot for him, man. He brought he brought some awesome offenses to my life. So wow, hold um, on, Tom Brady bought off some. Lo- awesome offenses to your life. I don't think really he did. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I did yell about Josh McDaniels a lot. Um, <laughs> but listen, the Lions, uh, Jameer Gibbs, uh, you know, hopefully they give him a little more rope uh, this week. I, I think James Williams stinks. What a horrible draft pick. But yep. um, listen, uh, Goff has, re- has resurrected his career, man. I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, yeah, I just think they blow doors, man. Monday night game. The place will be fucking rocking. Everybody's going to be fucking lit. Dan Campbell's going to be eating kneecaps. And 
Josh McDaniels is going to be sitting there overthinking shit. And yeah, I just, I, I can't trust McDaniels or any of the quarterbacks. He rolled fucking Brian Hoyer out instead of some, uh, some unknown. Like, you know what you're getting with Hoyer. Like, fucking gross. No, give me, give me the Lions all day. Are you concerned that everybody's going to be chasing their losses on Monday with the Lions? Yes. Absolutely. Okay, that's a little terrifying, <laughs> I think. Yes. Because I think the betting splits are like 98%, 2%, right? Is it that bad? Honestly, I've heard, I think, like five different people's like mainstream podcast locks of Lions minus eight. Well, whatever. Fucking bet laid. Fucking okay. bet laid. All right. Well, you had some slander. Here's my number four pick. You had some slander for Derek Carr, which you do every single week. You just hate yeah, that guy. Stink. He he did, yeah, stink. but you know who stinks even more? Gardner Minshew stinks even more. I didn't understand that last game. Like he put up a lot of stats. Apparently he scrambled over the place. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, he blows. He, He's not good. He, he is a human turnover machine. <laughs> and like you got the Colts coming off a really emotional, tough game against the Browns. You know, maybe there's a thing about fading teams after they play the Browns. And I think some of the things that the Saints like to do on offense, the Colts aren't very good. Like the Colts give up a lot of real short like passes or like intermediate passes up the middle. I mean, like that's Derek Carr's bread and butter. Just throw into a tight end for seven yards, throw into Camara, throw into Olave. Maybe Olave can actually do something for me this week. And I'm not blowing you up on my will, phone saying I'm trying to will that to fucking happen is what you're doing. Maybe. So <laughs> like so I'm just gonna take Saints plus uh, plus a half point, just taking him off a bounce back of a really bad performance. Um, you know, last Thursday night, I, I, I think you're going to win the outright. So that's my number four pick. Fine. I mean, whatever. It, I just, I don't like the Saints. I don't like the Indy either. So it's like a game I'm definitely not betting. Um, my number three, this is just a spot play. I don't want to play it, but. This is another thing where everybody just saw the Vikings win a big game on national TV with fucking Kirk Cousins and the Packers suck. They fucking ruined everybody last week and Jordan Love looks fucking terrible. Um, but I just think it's a spot. Like I don't, I don't believe in this Vikings team at all. Uh, it's such a letdown spot for them. I know it's a divisional game, but everybody in their cousins going to bet Kirk Cousins and. That never works out for anybody. Hopefully, Christian Watson plays and Jones is a little more healthy. Uh, I, I you just need to maybe bring what you're asking Jordan Love to do back a little bit, and I think they'll be all right. Um, that coach is kind of a fucking moron too, but I just don't trust the Vikings after winning a huge spot on national TV to come in and beat the Packers. I just don't. So I'm taking the Packers at plus one and a half. I don't like it at all. Okay. So I take a slightly different angle on this game, but it's my lock of the week. Okay. Uh, Packers Vikings under 42 and a half. Uh, So listen, like you're going to put Kirk Cousins outdoors. It's not going to be great weather in green Bay next week. A lot of, uh, I think some cold and some rain uh, in the forecast there. Um, You know, I just think the Vikings offense, they got kind of banged up a little bit too. Like Addison had to come out of the game a little bit. Hawkinson's there's a little bit of footage. That guy's like a fucking cyborg. I didn't think, I mean, he got hurt like every other fucking play in that game. I had five heart attacks because I have him in in guillotine and he's been killing it for me. And I don't have, I don't want to have to use Kyle Pitts again. He just sitting there on my bench rotting and I've been very happy with Hawkinson. So, but no, he's been great, but he's still nursing a little bit of an injury. Um, so I think the Minnesota offense is going to kind of get bogged down a little bit. I'm sorry. I know you're a big Cam Akers proponent. Uh, that has ended in heartbreak for a lot of people, uh, over the years. As I said, I'm not, it's not, it's not that I'm a proponent. I just don't think the difference between him and Joe Mixon is 
anything. I, I think Joe Mixon fucking blows. <laughs> like, and I don't think Cam Akers is anything either, but I think Alexander Madison really fucking sucks. Listen, at least so, Joe Mixon can at least pick up a pass block and hit the, you know, right. run the correct run, like, properly. Cam Akers doesn't do that. That's why he doesn't see the field. So, uh, and then the flip, yeah, side of the, listen, and flip side of the coin, uh, the Packers offense stinks. Uh, Jordan Love stinks. They're, I don't know what they're doing with Aaron Jones and the health of him. He missed practice last week. He's back today, but, like, yeah, something weird is going on with that. I don't know if he just washed up at this point. Um, they don't use Christian Watson very well or effectively. A lot of stuff just goes to Romeo Dobbs and like James. Okay. He's, he's like a slightly, he's, he's a slightly better version. Of Alan Lazard. Okay. He's whatever. So I don't think the Packers offense is going to do all that. Anything. So under 42 and a half lock of the week, uh, Packers it. Vikings under like that, like that. All right. What's your number two right, pick? So then? I, Number two pick is Dallas lay in the wood to the Rams. Uh, Dallas at home, coming off a bye. Mike McCarthy's a moron. I don't care. Uh, I think that defense is really solid. Uh, hopefully, Micah Parsons uh, got healthy over the week. Uh, to Whatever it was, his ankle or whatever he hurt. Again, actually, against the Pats. I mean, he hasn't looked the same since the Patriots game, really. Um, he had that one huge play uh, two weeks ago at the end of the game after Troy Aikman literally jinxed it. I was like, we haven't heard from Micah Parsons. And then fucking boom, and he murders the quarterback. Uh, I just think that I don't know. The Rams playing a little above their head. Uh, I think the O line fucking stinks. They really don't have, have a running back. The defense is suspects, and it's Dallas at home. Defense is fucking good. Laying six, I don't care. Like I, it's it's a. I think it's a big spot for Dallas, and uh, you know they they, they now especially now that San Francisco's faltering. Um, I think they they're thinking that they're the ones competing with Philly for the number one seed. Okay, uh, I was tempted to take the Rams plus six and a half. I thought better of it. Uh, I wanted to fade McCarthy coming off a bye. I know and he's so dumb. That's that's so scary. The thing is, though, I actually went back and looked and said how saw how he's been coming off a bye. He's actually been pretty good ATS. So yeah. that was not. Like, you know what? Yeah, and I, I've done that before where I I take the points with Dallas at home. Dallas's roles, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So well, you just mentioned San Francisco, and yeah. it doesn't. I don't know if we're going to get Brock Purdy this week. No. Doesn't so the line is down to San Francisco minus three at this point. And I'm actually tempted to take San Francisco at oh, this point. Gross. It backs Sam Darnold. So, yes, it is, very, it is very gross. So here's the thing. Like, so why is Brock Purdy good? Is it really because he's just naturally talented or is it the coaching? Uh, I think it's, it's a little bit both. I feel like, I feel like Bro- uh, Purdy gets too much shade, man. Like, I don't know. Like he, he's he, he's made some he's made some really good throws. So I don't know. I feel like he, he gets too much shade. I I, I think I, I think Shanahan's going to have something okay for Sam Darnold. Uh, for the I, I I think he's like listen like he showed actually pretty well last year for Panthers a little bit. I think like he was like top ten in the EPA per play for that crap team. Yeah. So listen, he's been sitting absorbing that playbook all year. He's ready to shine, and then uh, conversely, like I think more of my concerns with C- Cincinnati. And, well, all right. So like, are we really c- convinced that they're like back and good? Yes. Why? Why? Because they beat up on Arizona. No, I just Burrow has been getting healthier and healthier. Uh, okay, he, he was he was dog shit after the first quarter in that Cincinnati Seattle game. It's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, like, all right. You want to point to Cincinnati as a Justice Sacrate, fifth lowest in the league. I get that, but against like Eagles and the Ravens and the Browns, who have pretty good, um, you know, Sacrates, he's been terrible. 
Yeah, yeah, Carolina. and look, I, I, I look at that O line is fucking bad, right? Like, yeah, they, it's it, it is bad. I, I, I don't trust the numbers on that. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think San Francisco is going to come out like and say, listen, like we've lost two straights. Time to get back. They're at home now. Um, maybe even go San Francisco minus one and a half in the first half. Maybe that's where you know Cincinnati gets off to a bit of a sluggish start coming off a of bye. That's where they have the real good Sam Darnold plays. Like, and then they kind of maybe peter <laughs> off after that. Uh, but I'll just go San Francisco minus three. All right, so you 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 nuked it. You just overthought everything. Uh, so I, my lock is Cincy, and I got a plus. Oh my four. god! Um, okay, it's Joe Burrow. I mean, how many times are we going to get four points with Joe Burrow? Okay, like the guy is a stud. Like if anybody's going to be Brady, look, Mahomes is way more talented than Brady, right? That's why I don't. That's why I don't commit. He's not a good quarterback, right? Because he hasn't done what Brady has done. But as far as like physical, mental stuff, like it, he reminds me a lot of Brady. Uh, I don't trust that O-line whatsoever, but it's Sam fucking Darnold. I don't care what you put around him. It's Sam Darnold. He is fucking bad. Uh, and I really, listen, man, we talk about that curse, and that curse is fucking real. I couldn't believe it. Uh, McCaffrey doesn't look 100% healthy. I know he played. Debo's not going to play. Uh, yeah, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. That defense looked a step slow last week, didn't it? Like, I feel like it just looked a little slower last week. And I don't know enough about those guys on the line or anything like that to, to speak, you know, coherently about them. But they just looked a little slow to me. Um, so, listen, I'm getting points with Burrow, who I think is, uh, is, is one of the best uh, quarterbacks of his generation uh, going against Sam fucking Darnold. And I don't like fucking Shanahan. He's a prick. Okay. All right. So, then we're on opposite yeah, side. Give, then. Give, me, give, me the, give me the four points with fucking Burrow, even All though right. Joe Mixon sucks and that line sucks. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got nothing else. You got anything else? Now, nah, what are we doing next week? Well, we're doing a uh, a Monday show because we're going to be good dads to our kids and actually spend time with them on Halloween. Yeah, so, exactly. uh, yep. So we're our betting show for the I don't even know what the fuck they call it now. Uh, used to be the Mayakoba. Now it's over at Tiger Woods Golf Course in Cabo, which may or may not still be there because they had a hurricane <laughs> last week. So oh, I just saw like some people died from that. hurricane. Oh, that was a different one. Now, Capulco. Oh, great. Yeah, different hurricane. So, and actually, I was looking at the future cast. Uh, I think Bermuda is getting a hurricane this week. Uh, so, who knows what the course, that condition of uh, that course is going to be the following week. So, I didn't even get a good hurricane this year. This blows. I like getting a good oh, hurricane. Oh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry for your loss. You didn't get a good hurricane. My bad. Florida, we're, we're built different down here. We want the hurricanes. We want, we want some time off of work and everybody gets together, grills and drinks. All right. Let, let me tell you, my parents live in Fort Myers. I know, I know, I know. I'm on, I'm on, I'm, I'm, I'm higher up. It, it, I, we never, yeah, really you get it when they're a little weaker. They never come yeah. up that way. No. They always get, you know, you get the ass end of it, basically. Correct. Yeah. yeah. The, okay. the first one we got was, it was Matthew a couple of years back and it was like a cat three when it hit us. So it was like, okay. Whatever. Power's out for a couple of days, but we were fine. And it was fun. Like everybody in the neighborhood hung out, grilled and drank. Um, yeah. And nobody got hurt. So, all right. Well, Monday we got that show. Thursday we got the uh, NFL show. Uh, other than that, listen, I need a bounce back week. I think it was one and four last week. My worst fucking week. So, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's get back on that train and uh, see you guys later. <laughs>